0: Hello lovely listeners and welcome back. We are the Water Trio, an astrology podcast by three Aussie astrologers. I'm here with my dear friends and colleagues, Cassandra Tindall and Kelly Surtees, and we're bringing you the astrology of the week starting Monday, the 12th of August. So how are you gals? What's happening in your worlds? Oh look, it's uh, it's all happening, isn't it? Now
1: that Jupiter's direct <laughs> and the Leo, uh, you know, dance has begun, uh, there is definitely a more uplifting feeling. Although, uh, yeah, we're still getting settled in our new life. How are things? Actually, for a both- few
0: listeners have asked about the cats. Talking about Leo, yeah. how are the cats settled in? The
1: cats are doing really well. Actually, um, one of our cats settled in really quickly, and so she has been you know patrolling the perimeter as my dad would say where they kind of scoping out and she's on the balcony every day and we've discovered there's another cat that lives in the buildings and she's always got eyes on her so she's really settled that's <laughs> my little girl Venus and then um, Merlin my other girl she's more shy so she's only just starting you know we, we make them all these cubby holes because we still have no furniture so we make them all little cubby holes that they could curl up in and uh, Merlin has spent a lot of time in the cubby holes but just in the last couple of days she's starting to come out and explore which is always a good sign so yeah the cats are doing really well and thank you all so much for your love and support and tips on them um, I'm kind of waiting for our stuff to arrive so I can post some photos but I feel like that could take who knows how long so I might just have to post photos anyway um, but how are you both going?
2: Cass
0: how are you? I love your new room Yeah. New look.
2: Thank you. Yes, I had this kind of crazy like nesting organization moment uh, during the recent balsamic moon in cancer. So um, I did the unthinkable as an astrologer and I bought a whole new IT uh, setup as well during Mercury retrograde. So that was uh, yeah, pretty smooth, all things considered. Uh, it just took a lot longer than it probably should have, all of the, uh, the details. But really happy with my new little rig and uh, and my office renovation. So yeah, I was really excited to do that. And I've just been so busy. So many things are in the pipeline right now. So I just really wanted to feel like, I guess, really solid and stable and comfortable. And it's just very nice to kind of uh, breathe a breath of fresh air into your space. And uh, I was feeling like it really needed to be finished because I hadn't really done that yet. So, yeah, thank you for noticing my IKEA setup. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, IKEA has some really
1: good stuff these days. We have been to IKEA many times since moving and I'm learning to decode IKEA in, you know, Belgium. But uh, they do have, like, I feel like the quality has improved or they've just got better designers maybe and it's great.
2: Yeah. Because it looks fantastic, Cass. Thank you. I'm so happy with it. I'm. Um, this is actually a Facebook Marketplace special. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't do it, <laughs> it was funny. I wanted to redo my office like way back at the start of the year, and I just kind of didn't get you know the the right setup that i wanted and this came online for like a hundred bucks i look up the woman i was like my god she's just like around the corner from me And i'm like this thing better be available so i messaged her straight away and then she didn't get back to me and i was like oh is this gonna happen and but anyway it happened so this is all during the mercury retrograde and so as soon as mercury went back into cancer it was like right i'm prepared to spend money but it has to be a bargain. <laughs> so, Love it. Yeah, I've got the whole thing with the drawers and all that jazz for 100 bucks. So go Facebook Marketplace <gasps> nice. when you don't need things that are, you know. I mean, this is like brand new quality. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get that. some great
1: yeah. deals like Facebook Marketplace. It was a very clever thing that Facebook did, to be honest with you. Basically yeah. made like a, sort of like an eBay Kijiji in Facebook. And, yeah, yep, it's
0: fantastic. Craig's replaced Craigslist, replaced Gumtree. Yep. It's like.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yep. totally.
2: Yeah, uh, so, um, so so yeah, I had a little bit that. of a
0: Libra Moon moment. That, nice. We always love a Libra Moon moment. Yes. <laughs> so talking <thank> about <laughs> what's up this week? What are we delving into? Who's up first with the astro?
1: Well, Was it me? um. Yeah, I'm not really sure what Kath and I are talking more. about. <laughs> um, let's start with you, Leish, because that's probably one of the big events of this week. You're going
0: to talk about the full moon in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's happening Thursday here in Australia. Oh, I haven't written is, the time down in my yeah. calendar. I think Bad it's me. Thursday in Canada and the States too. Okay. So it must be Thursday evening here. We'll put the time up in the show notes, but yeah, I mean, you know, this is really, this is the full moon in Aquarius. So this is in a way it's bringing the other side to all the Leo. It's bringing us back, you know, from the focus on self, the focus on who we are, the focus on where we're going and all the, the, the passionate creative juice that Leo has been giving us. And it's kind of like saying, okay, let's take a cool, calm, collected look at everything. Let's, let's check in on ourselves. You know, I always love Aquarius in that it's ruled by Saturn. And one of the big things I find with that, you know, a lot of people are like, how does Aquarius relate to Saturn? You know, Saturn's about boundaries. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Because Aquarius are the boundary riders, they're the ones that are always on the edge of the boundary. Sometimes they cross over it and sometimes they don't. So this could be potentially where, you know, the, the juice that you've been using from the Leo and Sagittarius energy this week, um, the, sorry, last week, I'm saying this week, cause it's the, when that we're recording, yeah. um, yeah you know, it's like, okay, let's, let's take a cool, calm step back at it. Look at where the possible boundaries are. Where can we, where can we fudge those edges and where can we, you know, just check on what the future view of this, let's take the long view of things. We've gotten into the excitement and the exuberance and starting things up. So let's have a look at, okay, where's the future projection for all of this? And, you know, as well, it's in opposition. So it's always about making decisions and making choices. So maybe it's about, well, some of this, some of the plans that I did come up with last week will work right now. And some of them I'm going to have to wait with and be a bit more patient with. And so it's kind of putting those plans on the shelf again, or, or, you know, setting a timeline further down the track for that. So that's my sense of what this full moon's
2: about. What about you girls? Cass? (laughs) <laughs> I knew you were going to say me first. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I um, really like this full moon. I like the double whammy that we have with it uh, in terms of Mercury also coming out of its shadow on the same day. So I really do think, I mean, we've got a full moon uh, in Saturn's sign bringing some clarity bringing some illumination and I knew you awareness were say clarity. Around, yeah. <laughs> did you yes around something that may have been a little bit hidden or a little bit like uh, I think it's gonna really draw out potential events that got stirred up around the eclipse oh I like that yeah that's just my little spidey senses there <laughs> but yeah that's what I think. And, of course, like with Mercury now fully out of the retrograde zone, it is like, boom, I'm giving voice to whatever was not able to be voiced before or perhaps, uh, you know, just seeing things with, you know, again, a level of clarity. Thanks for the graffiti, Kel. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. On a double level, like it's clarity plus, it's crystal clear, there is no escaping what. Uh, gets you know thrown at you yeah. and I don't like saying this because I know how it can potentially roll in my own life right now yeah but it's definitely going to bring things like like it or not this is the reality yeah and I think that, that I really feel like I'm the doomsday like seer on this podcast sometimes <laughs> far out you've taken Leisha's role from last week <laughs> <laughs> well, when it comes to Jupiter I'm not going to like To doomsday. uh, But,
0: I mean, there is
2: more of a Saturn feeling to this
1: week as well. Like we've got a full moon in one of Saturn's two signs. The moon's going to be moving through Capricorn and Aquarius for a good part of the week. So this week definitely I think the points both of you are making are just so eloquent and spot on. It is about back to reality. There's a grounded component, but with the full moon in Aquarius, it is about that kind of crystal clear you've just got to see things the way they are. You don't have to like it. Aquarius is not wanting to get swamped in feelings. It's like, that's just kind of what it is. And let's talk about it in, when, when I say detached, I don't mean in a negative way. I mean, objectively, let's talk about it based on the facts or let's be rational, let's be logical. And yeah, that Mercury—it's a really great point, Cass. Mercury is hitting that four degrees of Leo, which is where it started its retrograde all the way back. What was the end of June, early July, early July? June um, and so oh, yeah, July, July when July ninth was it? How can I have forgotten already?
2: Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> so much happened. Because yeah, so it was like one astrology. small. One small voice Jul- in
0: a wilderness of crazy. Yeah,
1: July seventh and eighth. Um, and so that 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 sort of delay or that sense of I'm going around in circles. You know, things do start to get straightened out. And I think it's it, that the the tagline we've come up here with. You know, clarity. Two different signatures astrologically are both speaking to that concept this week. And I do like what you're saying, Leash. Like the full moon in Aquarius, it is a bit of a chance to think about the collective, to think about the community, to not be so focused on yourself. Um, being focused on ourselves is not a bad thing, but there are times when our attention is drawn onto communities or organizations, and, and the full moon in Aquarius is that. I always think about birds with Aquarius. So one of the main constellations that's connected to the sign of Aquarius is Aquila, the eagle. But I always just think about birds of a feather flock together. That's sort of my Aquarius tagline. And so that idea of finding your tribe or, you know, flocking together with people that are like you, especially people that are like you in the ways that you might be different from social or cultural norms, if you like. Uh, Because Aquarius really wants you to be clearly in your own lane, you know, wants you to celebrate who you are, to not conform for the sake of conforming. It is that Saturn rulership of these are just my thoughts. I, I, it might not be like everyone else's, but that's the zone that I'm in, and so that clarity. And I always think the full moon in Aquarius is an interesting one because a full moon heightens emotions, but Aquarius you know, does a really good job of thinking about situations rather than feeling through. So there is that sort of interplay between what do I think versus what do I feel as well?
0: Yeah. I love that, Kel. You know, it, I always think of Aquarius as being stepped back you know, it's it's like how can I take a step back from this and not be reactive? How can I be responsive? And I think as well from what you were saying, Cass, you know, with this with Mercury, it will that station point is actually the last eclipse point that happened in August, that full moon eclipse in the Aquarius that happened in August was at four degrees. So it may also be picking up on, you know, cause you'll have mercury there at that same time. It may be picking up on whatever was going on around the eclipse at that time. Um, which I think was, when was that? That was on the 27th of August last year. So, you know, thinking back in time, any of the themes, any anything that might have been coming up in you because as the individual, you know, both Leo and Aquarius are about the individual but one's about, well, how can I be the most individual that I am, Leo, and shine that out and the other one's like, well, how do I create and carve my individual space within a community, you know, and what does it mean to belong or not to belong? What is, what is that kind of back and forth there? So, you know, you'll have the voice to express yourself, but within a communal setting or within a bigger setting or a group setting is the possibility there.
1: Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. So that's the full moon this week. Lots to, I mean, we could talk about that the whole show, but I know we have a couple of other yeah. things we want to get on to. Um, Cass, do you know what those other things are? Uh, are we just winging well, it a bit? Well, we
2: just <laughs> decide on. <laughs> the, the, the mutables of Let's the of us the, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Cardinal's well,
0: like, right, this is what I'm talking about. That's yo, done. <laughs> done. We, we, we,
2: we can share.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: I think we got stuck in our Antisha moons. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? (laughs) Are your
0: moons Antisha?
1: Yes, they are.
0: Exactly. (laughs) That explains a lot. (laughs) Think
2: think as thieves. It was so funny on WhatsApp recently, like a while back. Kelly goes, oh, I've just realized our moods are at Tisha. I'm like, yeah, we discovered that back in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my uh, wonderful memory skills working
1: there. Where We, we discovered it. We probably yeah, had 100 conversations about it. I completely forgot. Yeah. And then I had the it joy was, of rediscovering it 15 years it later. Was like the
2: kids area remembers these things. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes, Cass, go, go to you. Um, Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to do the Mars in Virgo. I mean, I do want to talk about Uranus, but I'm going to do the uh, Mars in Virgo because you probably already know I have a bit of a secret thing for Aries. I also have a secret thing for Mars in Virgo. Ah. I really, yeah, I really do like the way it functions. So when you look at like the essential dignities, you know, it's like Mars in Virgo poo-poo, but, hey, it does have some triplicity rulership. And I think what I love about the people that I know in my life who have Mars in Virgo is that they their ability to be strategic, the attention to detail, that perfection, like they have this ability to do something and do it really well. And mm. I mean, that's what I enjoy about the energy of Mars in Virgo. It's still like mutable. It's flexible. It can go with... um go with the flow to a certain point, but it also really likes to, you know, really fine tune things and it can be like super, super productive. And I think moving forward, so Mars moving into Virgo on Sunday the 18th is going to give us a six-week period or it's basically also going to herald the Virgo party, Um, but it's also going to give us a six-week period where we can really fine-tune or perfect something or really attack tackle a project that we might have been um, procrastinating on or, you know, saying we're going to do in Leo but actually going, you know, doing it um, while uh, Mars is in Virgo. So I think that's something we can really kind of hone in on and and, you know, if there's a skill or a talent or something that you're really wanting to get better at, and it's funny that I think about this, I've had over the past, like, you know, a few days, people messaging me, hey, I really want to do this, you know, what would you recommend in terms of taking this course of study or going in this direction, like people are wanting, you know, I always love Mars and choices and people are wanting to make the right choice. And so with, you know, Virgo, you are wanting to get things right. And so people are seeing out that information, Mercury ruled, about making the right choice moving forward. So yeah, that could be something that is, you know, in the mix moving forward over the next six weeks or so. I love what it. What do you girls think about uh, Mars in Virgo?
1: Look, I do have a lot of love for Mars in Virgo too. Um, I don't know that I've thought about
2: it quite as much. For different <laughs> reasons, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true yes I love the uh
2: personal sidebar happening here that's brilliant I mean I love my bestie who has miles in vogo yeah uh, he'll na- remain nameless but you know he may not want me to uh share his details but yeah I love his work for one of those reasons so yes yeah yeah will know who he is if he's listening yeah
1: Yes, I love it. Um, Yeah, look, so Mars is moving into Virgo on Sunday, August 18, and it's going to be in Virgo until October 5th, so it's about six weeks. I do like the productivity uh, part of Mars in Virgo. It's precise. Oh, I just realised who you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm such a diss. (laughs) So in my family, I have like a bunch of siblings and my, one of my sisters, my baby sister and I are the co-presidents of the Jokes Tomorrow Club because that kind of stuff happens all the time
2: with the rest <laughs> of our siblings,
1: because we've got a bunch of siblings with Gemini moons and they're all just going really quickly. And the two of us are like, oh, and then we laugh like five minutes later. So anyway, I just got who that, our
2: friend. <laughs> That's okay. Is. So you're on the what Jokes. So, you're the president of the Jokes Tomorrow Club, and Correct. I'm the president of the Too Soon Club. The Too Soon Club? I said, Too Soon. I love it. They're my that's favorite jokes, the Too Soon. But that's anyway.
1: That's great. Oh my God, I love it. Um, so, there's our inappropriate humours coming through. But yeah, no, Mars in Virgo, it is very productive. It's like time to clean up, to get organised. Mars in Leo is still trying to have a party, be the boss of the show. Oh no, hello, kitten. Um, <laughs> Hi, Kat Merlin. Um, I just don't want her to press anything on the screen. We're good. Uh, so Mars in Virgo, it's like the cleanup. Like Mars in Virgo is like I want to get my hands dirty. I want to get into it. I want to get back to it. i am um, been talking with my publisher about getting started, you know, the schedule for the book writing project, and it's all basically going to be that Mars in Virgo is when just we're diving into the nitty-gritty of it all. Uh, so there's a lot of, uh, things to be done and in Virgo is very technical. It's very mechanical. It's very process oriented and it's so efficient. It's like, how did you get all that done in that time? So I'm definitely looking forward to that feeling of being, uh, a little bit sharper if you like.
2: Yeah, me too. And even though there is a real efficiency there, there's also this, like, little bit of an earth element that they can't be rushed. Yes. So it's kind of got this lovely, yeah, I do love that kind of, uh, like, duality that Mars and Virgo has. Yeah. And it is, I think. It's like a tempered rush or something. Yeah, or a planned
1: or a measured, like, we're going to do it right, but we're going to keep going because that perfectionism means that it's not fast like, you know, Mars in Aries yeah. might be. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, Leigh? Well,
0: well, my daughter has um, a Mars rule chart and she has Mars in Virgo. And All she is just... Scorpio risings with Mars
1: in Virgo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just this discernment that she has, you know, that I'm actually a bit jealous of. Like she's really, like she won't, she'll take her time with things, you know. I rush into things. Whereas she's like, I'm just going to take my time and pick what works for me. And it doesn't matter what I try to do or what I try to say, you know, she'll take her time. She'll be really meticulous with things. And then she'll go, actually, no, that's the way, that's the one I want. So for example, yesterday I took her up to buy be- a beanie boo because she did something. And for all those mums and dads out there that know about beanie boos and never want to see another one again. Um, oh my God, 15 minutes. It took her to work out the which beanie boo. But when I asked her why she chose the one she chose. She was able to give me a list of all the things, all yeah. the reasons why she chose it, and each one that fit and it, it fit perfectly for her. Of course it was covered in sequence. Um <laughs> But, you know, she's really, she, it's that ability to analyze and that ability to critique and that ability, you know, it is earth. So it, Mars in an earth sign usually, you know, can feel too slow and too sluggish, but this is mutable earth. So there is more movement in it. There is more ability. So I feel like it, it harnesses uh, Mars really well um, and really focuses it down. And I feel like as well, you know, Mars in Virgo really needs a, a mission in a way, a way to be helpful. I always have to, with my daughter, give her ways to be helpful because otherwise the Mars just can get a little bit crazy. So if, if it can be given a task or a service or a devotion or, or something like that, that, that really helps Mars in Virgo as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a thoughtful but active placement so I think look we've still got most of this week to run with Mars and Leo but the shift on the weekend Mm. will definitely set us up for a
0: more measured or planned approach to the last two weeks of August for sure. It's like it's digesting you know it's like we're able to process and digest what's been going on all the big plans all the big things that have been happening and then Take them, focus them, and then bring out the real gems um, of, of what actually can be done. And, you know, yeah. Um, take that, that productivity <clears throat> placement. And because it's, as you said, Cass, it's the first planet to hit Virgo. It's the start of the Virgo party. Um, mm. And I think that's where a number of conjunctions are going to be. I think a lot of things overtake Mars in Virgo, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, because the other ones move faster. Mm.
0: Um,
1: And so it it does have that analysis quality. But I guess the final thing, which is just a small aspect that I thought I'd just throw in at the end of our show this week for the weekend, is we do have, before Mars goes into Virgo, we do have the moon in Pisces with Neptune for the weekend. So that's Saturday if you're in Canada and the States, Sunday if you're in Australia. I've just been tracking this over the last few months when the moon's with Neptune. It's it is a very vague, flaky, relaxed, kind of chilled escape kind of vibe. It's not a productive time at all. Um, so it does feel like this weekend is a good weekend just to go for the quiet, unscheduled, fluid, flexible weekend approach if you can because um, the moon neptune will happen before mars gets into virgo mm. um have you guys been like like do you guys think the same in terms of the moon neptune are you like just like to go with the flow when i find that
2: um what are your thoughts totally because it all happens in my 10th house so oh. i have all these grand plans and ideas i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna get that done and they're like <laughs> yeah i don't really feel like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it always or seems like, like we have drinking plans,
1: basically. Like we
2: have dinners yeah. or
1: lunches.
2: <laughs> or I just write like a demon. It's just like the words just flow right <gasps> out, and I just you know love so, it. Yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. It's in my
0: twelfth, so I just don't plan anything. At <laughs> yeah, <all. laughs> it's literally just hanging with the kids, which is this weekend won't be happening because we have a really busy packed weekend, but I can see that it'll be like, oh, well, things shift, things change. We'll just be hanging out and going yeah. with it. Um, so I think that'll be part of it. And I, I'm looking forward to, we're, we're being part of a big street fair that weekend. So I think there'll be a really kind of relaxed vibe to the whole thing, which will be lovely.
1: Nice. That's really lovely. Yeah, we'll be uh, – well, not me. I'll be with – actually, one of my dearest best girlfriends is uh, visiting and we're going to be uh, just having the weekend in Paris. So I have a mm-hmm. feeling we'll just be wandering around that beautiful city. And uh, But, I w- yeah, it's just such a good weekend to chill. So if you do have a really productive week, if the full moon is a lot, uh, you know, just go with the flow when the weekend comes as much as you can. As you said, Leash, even if you have a lot scheduled – don't be too, you know, stressed about making things on time or getting it all done. Just roll with it. It will
0: happen as it's meant to. Exactly. Yeah. And just to say, like, we're really aware that there's lots of other aspects this week, but you know, as we do every week, we do just pick and choose the ones that we really like that we feel are nice and juicy to share with you guys. So yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, this is definitely not a comprehensive detailed uh, intricate look at everything of the week. It's just the highlights, but enough to get you through with all the me- the major things. Um, yep. Yeah.
0: So do you guys have any announcements for the week? Anything coming up? I'm just
1: like I can't even think that <laughs> far ahead. but uh, I will my next online co- cla- blah, 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 course class, we could call it a clause, I guess, but um, it'll be a four week training that's going to start september in september i'll have more details next week but just to give people uh, a save the date situation what about you both
2: cool uh next week i am doing a webinar it will be thursday evening the 22nd in the u.s canada um and the 23rd here in oz and it's a introduction to secondary progressions fantastic Awesome. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So all the details are on the website under the events tab if you're wanting to sign up. Nice.
0: And I am just doing the next intake of my beginning foundations of astrology, beginning astrologers course. So that's just opened up on my website and that will be starting on September the 18th. Um, So... Have a look on there. It's a 10-week course um, introducing everybody to the basics of astrology, signs, elements, planets, planetary rulers, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, have a look if you're interested.
2: Cool. Excellent. Sounds exciting.
0: Yeah. Cool. Never overlearn
2: the fundamentals. No. No. Never. Totally. Totally.
0: Totally. Fantastic. And for those who, you know, oh. kind of want to pull it all together, you know, sometimes it's like I, I know a bit about this, I know a bit about that, but I want to see what the whole picture is. So,
2: so Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks, ladies. Okay. Until next week. Have a great week moon, right. everyone. Um, okay. Bye, everyone.
2: Bye, Bye for now.
1: See you later. Okay. Got it. Just on time, Cass.